You got enough? I don't think so. I don't know if you have enough. (laughs) So... Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. You have like four drinks. You have... Not like. You have exactly, exactly four. four drinks. <laughs> Water, coffee. You have like all this stuff. I know what. It's got different Okay. Different you came in double fisting, yep. a hot and a cold beverage. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, What's going on? I just, I wanted my drink. Okay. I like, you know, I do the same thing, especially when I'm traveling and mm. I go for breakfast. You know this because we tra- we've traveled quite a bit. Yep. Yep. Uh, do you remember what I like to drink on mornings at the hotel? If it's a nice hotel? Depression. Mostly um, <laughs> because that settles the anxiety. I drink a cold uh, you orange You like juice. Diet Coke? Nope, uh, cold orange juice and a hot coffee. I like both of those yes, in the I morning. I love it. And then, it. yes. Uh, I get my and then a Diet Coke. Yeah, you got to cap it off. Got to cap it so, off. So three is, you know, sort of a standard. No, so, no. I love I love orange juice. I love a nice cup of coffee. Um, yeah, it's just nice. You smell that? Hang on. Oh, here it comes. It smells new. What smell? It smells like new car what are you doing? Oh, new- it's your new iPad. You got the brand new iPad. That's Why what that do you is. do this? Why do you do this to me? <laughs> just shush. Has up. it been? Has it been a month? Is that what happens? Is it? No, you get the new when it comes out. Then so this just dropped, didn't it? It's a new iPad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank yeah. you. For- no, it's cool. People are celebrating with you. You got the new iPad. Gosh, stop it! Why don't you show everybody how awesome the screen is? The screen is amazing. It's really good. It's. What? It's really good. I know. It, it's I know. Fantastic. You showed it to me. I know. I was blown away. You were not. I thought I was looking through a window. <laughs> Anyways, yes, the screen is amazing. It is faster. I will give it that. It is faster. Uh, I'm excited for the, uh, it's it's 5G compatible for those that have data, which I do. You know, your brain is going to melt. And you're going to turn into a zombie. I'm sorry, a liberal zombie. A liberal. Because of the 5G. Because of the 5G. Remember yeah. when that was a conspiracy theory? Yeah, I remember Oh, that, my yeah. goodness. Nah. Oh, if, if right. So, uh, anyways, but you know, I do all my work on it. I, I know. I do everything. So, yeah. it's like, uh, you got to have it. I'm getting it. Yeah. I get it every time. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, if I, I see, yeah, especially the screen. Yeah, the screen's nice. The screen. I the think though nice. that you should. I bet you could. I bet there is. You need to get like a a brass Apple pencil, one that's like covered in brass. Now it sounds like they're gonna be coming out with a black one. Yeah, I'd be all for that. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. But no, I quite. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Anyways, it make yeah. You know what? I, thank you for embarrassing me. I'm not embarrassing. So, yeah. Why would that be embarrassing? Because you know what you're doing. I I'm know, not. I'm yes, not doing I know anything. What you're doing. Do you know how many people ask me? So what does Jimmy really do? <laughs> <laughs> With the SBC, what does Jimmy? If you, if you didn't hear, we li- released a bonus episode uh, over the weekend on uh, a recap of the SBC, the annual convention. But uh, we didn't talk about this. One of the one of the questions was, so what does Jimmy? What does he? What does he do? <laughs> I'm like, well, if you listen, you should have known by now that Jimmy works for the cartel. But uh, obviously, you don't pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eh. Jimmy doesn't have a helipad. I'm like, no, of course not. Of course not. No, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I said, we're 100% real, but we uh, we exaggerate jokes about each other and about ourselves all the time. Yeah. Well, and especially about, yeah, me and helipads. I don't have a helipad. I have three. Yeah. Hell, you has hella pads. Pads. <laughs> In the plural. He replaces them every time he gets a new iPad. <laughs> so, how, I mean, wow, I don't want to give away too much from the recap, but overall, overall. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I mean, I got back uh, Thursday night, drove, and um, yeah, man, it was, if you missed the, if you missed the recap, I'll just tell you that uh, a lot of, 
a lot of people are asking, uh, are you encouraged or discouraged? And I said, well, I'm both, you know, because they're obviously you, you can't get 15,000 people together in a room and and not have disagreements and not see some ugliness. But overall, I'm actually encouraged. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, you, if you were to just randomly start grabbing people from the convention floor, those are good people. They love Jesus. They love the church. And uh, and you could just grab dinner with any of them in theory, right? You could just grab dinner, and it would be a it would be a very pleasant evening. Uh, yeah, so lots of good stuff. Uh, that I only made like five stops on the way down because you know I get, uh, I get bored and have to go to the bathroom. It's not that you get bored; you have to go to the bathroom. No, I get bored too, even if I don't have to use the bathroom. I'll stop. How long of a trip is it? Uh, it's supposed to be like seven and a half hours, I think. So, and a tank of gas goes three and a half to four. Yeah, I had to. I had to get gas twice. I think. It okay, so again, car. three and a half, four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could. So you stopped seven times. Uh, five, five between five and seven, maybe just five. You only need to stop twice, though. Yeah, but I you know, but I need to stop more. And on the way back, though, only stop three times. That's pretty good. That is pretty good for you. Mm -hmm. I was ready to get home. Man, that's the one thing about traveling with Joe. I like to stop. Listen, you stops. love the meander. You would think you would like that. Like no, no, no. Not when, I'm, not when I'm not not when I'm traveling. Yeah, yeah. We, we not once I get there. Basically, any time between you're going between points A and B, you like to meander and saunter unless you're in the car. In the yeah. car. So if you're dry, if you're walking somewhere, you'll saunter the whole way there. Yeah. Stop, I'll, smell the roses. Because you're, I want, you're yeah. like walking a dog. Just wants to stop without and a dog. smell. <laughs> I'm walking a dog without the dog. Yeah. Like, what are you doing now? Let's go. Come on. But you. What kind of lighter is that? Why it looks like a lightsaber, but it what? Why? That looks like an outdoor fire starter. What is that? You know what? Why do you have to keep? No, but I'm asking what it is. I've never seen it before. Why would you no. have something that big and Be weird looking? Because I. Is I, it, I because I was at the gas station and I needed a, a lighter. Okay, well you know we've got like ten here. Okay, but I I, I it was a couple mm, days ago. Okay, okay, okay. All right. you know that's fine. So I stopped at the gas station over there by. Uh, by where we live That's off right. 64 yeah and uh i was like ah, I, need, nice little I, gas I, I need a little butane i need you know i was like mm -hmm. i need lighter you know for cigars the guys like that's what i got i'm like deal i like going in there because there's like at least two guys in there with super long metal hair oh it's awesome look it's got a kickstand oh it's so weird <laughs> like, I can't believe it. It. why would you carry it oh it's so weird so because big. it goes by bag if actually, everything goes, it, I of course it goes like it. Like, yeah I, I it, actually, it's not classy. It looks like, it looks like a back porch. That, you know, that's why it's perfect. Yeah, for the back porch. For the back porch, but not for your bag. But I'm putting it in my bag, and so I do this, and then it's got a bottle opener. Okay, <laughs> definitely <laughs> <is> back porch. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're back in the Baptist Catechism. Right, let's do it. We're looking at question 93 today. You want to read it? Yep, 93. What are the outward means whereby Christ communicateth to us the benefits of redemption? Mm. The outward and ordinary means whereby Christ communicateth to us the benefits of redemption are his ordinances, especially the word, baptism, the Lord's Supper, and prayer, all which means are made effectual to the elect for salvation. Oh, oh I just love it. I love the Baptist Catechism. Mm -hmm. Man, we all need to be spending more time. Oh, absolutely. In You're right about our that. confessional standards our catechetical works because it it brings a lot of clarity and it, it affords a lot of teaching and also good conversation which we're trying to have here so um yeah in other words right so what are the means uh, by which people experience redemption right both coming to christ and growing in christ mm -hmm. and here we're told it's the outward 
uh, ordinary means, right? The outward ordinary means of grace is the way to summarize it. Yep. And um, word, baptism, mm -hmm. Lord's Supper, prayer. Yeah. And there's more, of course, right? And we were talking about the means of grace and, and Bedham in his exposition gets into some of that. But um, let's just notice this on the front end. These are things which need to be given to and used by even non-Christians because these are the things that God uses to bring people to faith. Hmm. And so I, on one level, I think most Christians understand this. Oh, well, nobody's going to get saved unless the word of God is preached to yeah, them. So yeah, there yeah. is one of the means, the word of God. They read it. Um, you know, you read accounts like uh, like Luther or Augustine and guys like that. And, and it's like they read the word in a particular passage is what God uses to enlighten their minds. And so, boom, they're, they're converted. But it seems weird to some people to, to suggest that, well, a non-Christian should be praying, a non-Christian should be going to church. Now, some of these things obviously are restricted to the Lord's Supper and baptism. That's not mm -hmm, appropriate mm -hmm, for people that mm -hmm. are not converted. But uh, but some of these are totally appropriate and they should be utilized. And so I think that's, that's good to keep in mind when you're talking about people that are maybe ex investigating or seeking is a word that people like to use, um, you know, but people that you are uh, sharing the gospel with and inviting to church, uh, you want you want them to engage with as much of this as they can, as is appropriate. And when we say like, you know, these are for some of them are beneficial or at least uh, mm -hmm. uh, means by which God uses. Uh, why is that? Right. Like, you know, when I think of that, it's not just someone praying or someone singing. Right. Or someone hearing. Um, it There's there. It needs to be. It partly, I, not partly, but the word of God, right? Like when we're talking yeah. about this, it's 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 when we're praying the word, right? So all yeah. these instances, yep. while while non-believers are there, they're receiving and they're hearing the word of God throughout, which is yeah. why it's important that as you're going through your liturgy or as yeah. you're going through these aspects of church, remembering that there are, you know, chaff chaff among the wheat. Yeah, totally. You know, uh, and so making sure that we're we're presenting the gospel and we're we're foundational on God's word because it is God. It, the Spirit's using God's word to change hearts. And God's word, like you said, Jimmy, runs through all of those things, right? Because all of those things are reflecting his special revelation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so prayer isn't just people chattering to God, yeah. uh, especially if you look at, like, say, a, a good definition of prayer. But, um, but, but prayer is an appeal to God based on who he is revealed to be in Scripture. It's yes. an appeal to God uh, in accordance with his promises. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, think of the songs that are sung and I, you know, we're, we're going to do something on this issue of like, what do I, how do I don't, cause I don't think we've addressed it yet. I wrote it down somewhere. I don't think we've addressed it, but like, how do we sing songs? How do you sing a song if you're not believing what's in the song, but you should, right? Mm -hmm, like, you know, mm -hmm, it says, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I live a life of submission. Like, well, I'm not living a life of submission to God. And so how can I sing this without being a hypocrite? Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in a different episode, but that's good. That's good. One. I like it. But this is, uh. But these are the things that God uses because you're now meditating, dwelling upon, thinking on uh, both the threatenings of God's judgment and the promises of his gospel. So I think that's I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. We're not just encouraging people, hey, man, just pray it up and, and God loves you. We're mm -hmm. saying, no, pray to the person who isn't a believer. Pray and ask God to open your eyes. Like even in our service, right? So mm -hmm. uh, we, we go through, we do the Lord's Supper every week. And so we why do we do that? Huh? Why do we do it? Uh, because Jesus said. As often as oh, as think, you want, yeah, yeah <laughs> as you want, yeah. just like you know. <laughs> what, what's a quarter? Yeah, what's a, what's a quarter? Mm -hmm. Fine, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, so we do it every week, 
And so it's an opportunity there, not just it, when we, we say this is a preaching of the gospel to ourselves. So not only for the believer, but for the non-believer. And so we, we fence the table and it's during that time that there's an invitation. It's not just watch and see what's happening. Yeah. It's reflect on this. Yeah. Here's you, what we're talking about. We're you talking can't come about. forward for this, you but you might come forward and know Christ today. Yeah. Because as you hear the word and as you hear what we're discussing and, and we, we give a gospel, you know, just a, a little gospel snippet there, uh, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm prayerful during that time. Yeah. Um, I think, and Joe knows this, like the handling the Lord's supper is really difficult for me. I mean, I am not very good at it. And I think part of it, actually, I know a big part of it is I really tremble at that moment. Uh, be, not because there's some magical thing going on, but because what it represents. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I know, at least for me personally, how important and how impactful the Lord's Supper is for me every week. Yeah. Uh, and so I want to be able to present that. And because I know there's there's non-believers. Yeah. And I want them to see the gospel pre- presented right there. So it's not only for the church, but it's for the unbeliever. Like, you can't come forward, but here's what's happening right now. Please yeah. understand. Like, You're surrounded by a work of grace at yeah. this moment. And that's it. So, like, please open your eyes. Like, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm praying the Holy Spirit will will, will open your eyes and, and open your ears so you can receive him today. Yeah, we, we make that point very clear. Like, we don't waste this opportunity. You know, you ask God to help you to see your need for Christ in all of this. The, those of us that are taking the Lord's Supper have come to see that apart from Christ, we're condemned and we are, you know, eternally like fruitless, useless, mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But Christ, we've discovered by God's grace that we need Christ and you can discover that too. So yeah, we, we want to invite people to be as active as they can, right? Yeah, at, absolutely. At, at every level. It's, and by the way, just, you know, you say you're not good at it. Uh, I honestly think that because I don't find any real difference in terms of what we're handling between that and the word. Yeah. I, I think it's just that uh, you haven't done it as much. Yeah, well, that, that, I appreciate that's that. part of it. That's very nice. But you do it. You do it. You do it well. Um, Promise. Sometimes I have like a stream of consciousness. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's not blue like jazz up there. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the reason I or or maybe it's just that I am better at it because I don't care and I don't take it seriously. Maybe because oh, I'm the opposite of no, you. Maybe that's 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 a, nah, nah. I know how much you care. <laughs> I'm not even gonna play around. Yeah. But you hate it. I do. I hate everything. <laughs> I know. We we love the Lord's oh, Supper. I and man, it. we had to do. Because of COVID, you know, we're trying to be careful. We went to the pre-packaged stuff, Ugh. which I've made fun of since it, since I just saw it for the first time. <laughs> but apparently 90s. everyone made, everyone highlights the fact that I go, the wine's terrible. Which is weird because I felt like I actually made a funny joke because everybody laughed when I did it. But, but then you re- get all the credit for saying it the next, <laughs> the next week. And when nobody laughed, they're all like, oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Great. I wanted credit. It's about me. At least like worship is about me 25%. But see, that's just it. They hear your voice all the time and they hear it from someone else. And all of a sudden it's impactful. Yeah, I get it. You get it fine. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, you, you did get a lot of response. Like, yeah, what, what, what we're dealing with here is we went to the prepackaged stuff to keep everybody safe and feeling safe and feeling comfortable. So instead of having wine and juice that we pour into cups and matzah that we break apart ourselves, we had the prepackaged stuff, which is horrible. The crackers are yeah. horrible. The wine is reprehensible. I, I, <sighs> it's so bad. And so we're finally back to the real deal. And yeah, mm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay, so these are outward ordinary means. These are the common things, which is interesting because like, you know, bringing people to Christ and growing in Christ doesn't require like a big show. It doesn't nope. require mountaintop experiences. Nope. Uh, it's the ordinary means of grace. The things that God gave us 
Like he uses the same things he has always used throughout the history of redemption. He uses his word and and everything connected to that. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, that's just that's very comforting because I think a lot of us tend to think like, oh, I need I need this crisis moment where everything comes clear, you know, like in the beginning of Jerry Maguire, which I'm not recommending to you people, but in the beginning of Jerry Maguire, Joe's favorite movie, it's Go not ahead. my favorite movie. Joe's he favorite, has, not my favorite. Joe's uh, favorite. But the opening scene is one of my favorite opening scenes. And, uh, you know, watch uh, watch it on an airplane. That'll cut out the bad stuff. Anyways, um, but he has this crisis moment about being an agent and he gets great clarity on what it's really about and taking care of the players and not just making a profit for yourself. And he writes this mission statement, right? Which is bigger than a mission statement, but whatever. And, uh, and it's a really impactful kind of a thing. And a lot of us think like, oh, I, I need that. I need to have a retreat. Mm-hmm. I need to go somewhere. And those are good. God uses those things. But really, the, it's the ordinary means of grace that he uses on the regular. So what are you staring at? I was just, I was just thinking, what it would be like if you and I went on a like camping retreat? Let's just mm-hmm. hike, glamping. We yeah, would be glamping. No, yeah, never yeah. mind. I'm yeah, not we're doing not camping. It. And you know what? Instead of glamping, what if we flew down south? Okay. And stayed at a hotel. South, like South America? What are you talking about? Um, I'm thinking like Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like just maybe instead of glamping, we just go to a hotel. Yeah, see, I could do that. Like a resort? Mm-hmm. I think we could do that. Yeah, that would be fine. I'd be I'd be for that. Instead of glamping, yeah. maybe we can go to Jamaica. Okay, well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we I know. Just, it's your, just, your second home. That's where you like to go. just go and be up on the cliffs and... It's it's definitely time. Uh, it's I, definitely I, time. I, I think, it, you know, I'm hearing everyone having all these fantastic experiences. These mountaintop These mountaintop experiences. We could have beachfront uh, experiences. Well, no, I do clifftop. Cliff top. Oh, I do right. cliff top. Cliff top. It's not right on the beach. It's nope. above the beach. It's above. Yeah, I'm at hundreds of feet above the beach. I'm like one of the higher points. Uh, I'll just do a cliff top experience. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. Not that we need it for God to sanctify us, but we probably need it just to uh, be refreshed in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I'm down. So, Jimmy, mm-hmm. you're talking about um, these things here. You know, we've got uh, you know the Word and baptism and the Lord's Supper and prayer, um, but there are other things that. Uh, another means of grace that God uses for our sanctification, right? Yeah. Uh, here, Benham asked the question, is singing of Psalms also in ordinance? Mm. Yes. Ooh. Psalm 95.1. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Man, and, and I, I think a lot of Christians, I think there, there are two interesting things here that come to my mind. One is, a lot of Christians don't make enough use of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yeah. It's like maybe you sing them on Sunday and, and you hear them on Sunday, mm-hmm. but you don't make much use of them throughout the week. That would be more my tendency, right? Um, and if I do, I mean, I listen to select songs, right? Select albums. But most of the time, I'm not listening to that stuff. And I think I would benefit greatly if I did do more of that, you know, maybe have a a system set up. But on the other end of the spectrum, there are people that listen to it all the time. And one pastor, I don't remember who it was, but he may, maybe, okay, I'm going to say who it maybe is. Uh, Maybe don't do that because you might might be wrong and it might be bearing false witness. Okay, I I think it was Don Whitney, but I could be wrong. But uh, somebody said that there is a danger in like, treating these things as if they are just trivial nothings. It's not pop music. God gives you psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to sanctify you and benefit you. So you shouldn't treat it as if it's just like any other kind of music. Mm-hmm. So maybe there are you know two dangers to avoid. I'm, I'm not convinced of the second view, uh, the second problem, but it's an interesting thing that God has given us songs. He created music. Mm-hmm. It's his thing, and he gives it to us for our benefit 
we should take it very seriously. And not only are, for our benefit, but it's pleasing to God, right? Mm. Uh, Benham asks, is it an ordinance very pleasing to God? Yes. Psalm 69, 31, this also shall please the Lord better than ox or a bullock. So why? What is it about music that can be a distinction between, you know, external obedience? Because clearly you could sing in just external obedience. But yeah, that's what I was trying proper, to think. Like, that, proper that's, singing. But I think where the difference comes in is as one is singing, hopefully, mm -hmm. right? Hopefully. We're doing it right. The, yeah. Uh, it's done in faith. Yeah. Trusting and believing that our God who hears us is receiving it um, as praise. But that also like it's it's it should be an overflow of the heart, right? It should be an overflow of of yeah. the heart of uh, of affection of appreciation of of uh like it's not just here's my ox yeah take care of it someone else takes care of it it is a vocal like it it should be coming uh, like as, as you're hearing it and as you're singing it right you're reflecting on those words yeah. and it should be I, I really think it should be impactful and coming out full of affection and adoration and appreciation um music even even not even non-christian music but music in general i think generally is something that emerges from the heart from the soul right this is something that that we feel right it is uh bro i was listening to the troll soundtrack the other day uh, <laughs> and i start I, I had a few tears you would I had a few tears. Okay. The power of music, right? Like I'm just I'm, I'm following up on what you just said. Why would you listen to the troll soundtrack? Why, why did that happen? Listen, listen, listen. Justin JT did not only bring sexy back. Yeah. But he made he stole the show. Oh, he he wrote a song for trolls. Yeah. Okay, that that's was different. A, that that, was, I thought that, you, I thought you meant like the no, no, score. No, no, no. That, that that's uh, the album, the trolls album. But that's sung by musicians. And, musicians, okay, yeah. No, but that's not the score. I didn't say score. No, but that's what I thought. That's what I thought you okay, were talking I just about. Said troll soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I like some JT. See, he's a talented guy. See, he Actor, is talented. Funny. And you know what? I see your true colors. That's a Cindy Lauper song. Uh, and that's why I love you. Okay. Um, but so you, don't be afraid <laughs> to let it shine. <laughs> I, your I true colors. I was in uh, when I was True in Coast. Nashville. Um, I got there, and of, you know, of course, you know, people know I'm there now, and they're like, "Hey, man, let's come and hang out." And I was so tired because I had to make like seven stops on the way in. It made it a very long <laughs> trip, so I just, I was like, "Man, it's late. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay by the hotel and then go to bed." So I went out and I went to a bar where they had live music, of course, in nice. Nashville, and uh, sat down. And there were a couple dudes up there and just singing their hearts out. And it was just cool, like kind of gravelly country music, but like not pop stuff, really good stuff. And then these two girls got up and they started singing. And uh, the one girl, I mean, I, I just couldn't believe her vocals and the way she was singing. And mm. and she, she actually sounds like uh, uh, a, a famous singer. I forget her name, but one of her songs is X's and O's. Anyways, her voice sounds like that lady. And it was huge. And at some point up there, she says like, something about being 15. What? And I was, at, I, was, I was settling up with the bartender. I'm like, is she 15? He goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, she can sing. I'm like, what in the world? And her parents are there. Everybody's mm -hmm. there. But anyways, my, my, I guess my point is, is like real singing uh, it comes from the heart. Like the blues was a way of expressing yeah. both agony and hope, right? And that it, it stems from that. And so when the Christian sings, it's important to us because it's, it's, it's our agony over sin. It's our struggle with the flesh. It's our hope in God. It's the praise of his, of his grace and his goodness. So singing is a 
powerful ordinance, especially when, and well, I guess particularly when we are singing scripture, right? The truth of God's word. That's, that's a big thing. Hmm. So when we're talking about uh, these means, right? These outward means, we, uh, we want to use them regularly, frequently, like we want to yeah. we want to invest in them and maybe you got to find certain ways and we've talked about this quite a bit right the word of god is a means of grace but there are yep. different ways of taking it in yep. audio and different translations <clears throat> and all <throat> of that uh same with music find the music that 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 is both biblical but also uh culturally stylistically that resonates with you uh to draw your hearts and your minds to god all of that works together but if we're going to grow then we need to make use of these means and not neglect them and if we want people to come to faith in christ then we should be pushing the word of God towards them in its various forms. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can send up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. We got that all-access exclusive content. Mm-hmm. Mantra of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. Now, Joey. Yep. There's something new dropping on yeah. banter uh, to the all uh, access exclusive guys. Right. So I, I just put, well, actually, I put up a, a YouTube video, uh, just me riffing on an idea, but we're going to explore that on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're, so you can see the video on our YouTube channel, but and it, we'll have it on the website too. But definitely, uh, if you like that, then you're going to want to subscribe to the all access. Later. <laughs> <laughs>